0: Online podcast 499. Hello! Hello. Welcome back to online podcast. How are you, dirt? How are you, DERN? Oh my god, it's been a while, isn't it? It's been a minute. That's what the young people would say. It's been a minute. Oh my gosh, when was the last time I recorded a show? Okay, let's. every single episode now since you hear from me, online podcasts is me talking about how long ago uh, the last podcast was. And this time, I think I broke the record. Last time I recorded a show, it was a year ago, and this time it's probably like three years ago. <laughs> But, but okay, I have a few things I have a few things I want to say Number one I am wearing Invisalign right now So I have to keep my Invisalign on for 22 hours a day Therefore, uh, you might hear this little... I know it's super annoying. Now that I've called it out, you're going to hear it more. I'm going to try to be very careful with how I move my layups. Because it is, uh, yeah, I hear it in the recording and it gets annoying. But anyway, I'm back. I am back for several reasons. Number one is because I got a new recorder. I've got the Broadcaster Pro Two weeks ago, maybe two, three weeks ago. And I'm super, super in love with it. And it's very easy to do a show. And therefore, I started uh, this podcast again. Because I, as I was just kind of been looking back on my podcasting journey. And I've been doing this since 2004. So I've been doing this for a while, but I kind of stopped my online for a while. And I have met a few of you, and you told me that you kind of miss it. You kind of want to hear it. And so I'm back. So I don't even know who else is listening, but people are listening, I think. Some of you out there are listening. So I'm, I'm, I'm back. and But I don't do this because of you, even though I love you. I don't do this particularly for you, but I'm doing this for myself because... I was experiencing life as I was recording my podcast. I was experiencing life. I walked through I you know I experienced different things throughout different stages of my life and this stage I felt like there's stuff to talk about again. I was talking more about my whole experience of being a, a gay Asian man living in America, growing up being Catholic and Malaysian. All that good stuff, a big chunk of my podcast in the early days. But things sort of changed, right? I, I don't even know if I talk about me getting married. So so let's 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 talk about all that. Let's talk about all that. And I wanted to say, uh, it's just so much too much too too much to talk about because it's been a long while. So I thought there's nothing else to say about being gay anymore because we've made, progress and i was wrong and so now i kind of want to come back and talk about it and maybe not even so much about my gay experience anymore let's just talk about being asian in america in this current day and age um and what i've experienced recently so several things but number 1 Is my the last that the last time you listened to online? If you go back and listen to four nine eight, I was talking about caring for my dad and how I switched to caring mode and all that. So, of course, two thousand twenty one, and I have been away since two thousand seventeen. What can I talk about? Well, what is the giant elephant in the room right now? Is it the pink elephant or the giant elephant? I always get that mixed up. Anyway, it's it's the coronavirus, right? It's the pandemic. So last year I was supposed to go home with my husband. If you haven't already already know, I got married. I got married in two thousand eighteen. Is it? <laughs> yes. I got married in 2018 You know what I just realized? Never mind Okay, so this is very common Can I pause? Can I pause my recording? I don't think I can pause oh my God, I gotta talk to other other roadcaster people If I can't pause, it'll be super annoying Can I pause? Because sometimes you gotta go, you know, like pee or whatever, right? Then you don't want to have to edit the files together So I don't know Okay, anyway, this is all new to me but Anyway, coming back to the topic This is just like the old times What was I talking about? (laughs) What was I talking about? I'm drinking. I'm drinking. So the pandemic. Oh no, I got married in 2018. Oh my gosh, this is so annoying. So in 2018, on our 20th anniversary, my husband and I got married and... It was very special because we have a bunch of our very, very close friends and family members got together and come to Kansas City. And we had a day of just fun hanging out. We started the day with lunch at a Vietnamese restaurant where Bruce and I met. So it was very special. We actually just took over the entire restaurant, essentially. It's like full pack, full of our people. So that was great. So I got married. And then um, fast forward, that was to 2018, right? And it was actually like, I think it was a Wednesday or a Thursday, something weird like that, because we wanted to get married on the exact day of our anniversary of when we met, because I thought it would be very easy. This is weird, but we thought it would be very easy to remember our anniversary, because if we get married on the 20th anniversary, our 21st anniversary is also our first wedding anniversary. Anyway, it's much easier for my simple brain. So, so that's that. We got married. And then uh, fast forward blah, blah 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 to 2020. He and I were going to go to Malaysia to visit. The last time we visited uh, was in 2008, 2018. <gasps> Wait, did we get married and went to Malaysia at the same time? Or did we? No, no, no. We went to Malaysia in two thousand seventeen together, and then two thousand eighteen we got married, and then uh, 2020 we were going to go back to Malaysia and visit again. And so we've got our flights booked, we've got our all the details planned, where we're going to stay. Our hotels booked and everything. I got this planned a year ahead. So in twenty nineteen I already planned that, and our trip was in uh, June July of two thousand twenty. Of course you know what happened in 2020 We uh, we were shut down, right? This pandemic happened And we were unable to go anywhere So I had to cancel everything Of course I was bummed But, you know, what else can you do, right? So I thought, okay, we'll just hold it off And, you know, plan again whenever we get to travel And uh, I got news that Oh, no, no, okay, so, th- so let me see what happens Okay, yeah, so and one day because of the pandemic my sister who's my sister and her family live separately from my parents my parents have their own condos and they because of the pandemic they decided that it would be best for my parents to go live with them because when it is on lockdown they want to make sure that my parents get food and if something happens like emergency health issues whatever somebody's nearby which makes total sense. So we're happy that and thankful that my sister and her family and the kids are able to kind of help take care of my parents. It was back in what March, maybe whenever the the lockdown happened. So they lived there, and because they don't get to go out, um, I would you know I would call my parents almost every single day on Facetime just to check in on them, and my mom would tell me. I can't remember when that was now too It's all sort of like a blur I can't remember, was it like in May or June? I can't remember But my par- my mom started to tell me that I think your dad I don't know whether he's been locked up in the house for so long He's been kind of slow Like doing things very slowly he would not engage in conversation for most of the time. My mom said, I'm "Not sure if he if he's hearing us or if he is maybe like getting on, like maybe becoming senile or what." My, so my mom is observing that, and my so so she talks to me. My my mom tells me everything, and you know you know sometimes. Older people, sometimes when they don't have a lot to do, sometimes they worry too much. So sometimes we, we do take that with a grain of salt, not knowing exactly what the situation is. We listen, but then sometimes we sort of like, maybe it's not so serious. And then one day, my mom called me and said, so look, at, look at your dad, he's he's kind of like not not finishing his sentence. I'm really worried that he's having like dementia or Alzheimer's or something. So my mom said, why don't you talk to your dad? So I started talking to my dad. And so I asked him something like, okay, so what are you doing? And he would start talking. He said, I went, I, 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 like, he just could not complete his sentence. And I would try to engage with him with different subjects, different topics. And he was just kind of would start going to talk and then he would feel you feel like his thought was lost or he couldn't find the words. So I was very concerned obviously and I immediately called my sister and said, hey, something's wrong. I, I know this is not the normal self for my dad. Even though my dad does not talk a lot, this is not his normal self. So my sister, you know, you live in the same house. You go through the same routine. You don't necessarily sit down and analyze what, you know, how your speech pattern is and all that, right? So my sister didn't... Didn't realize it was that serious. Uh, But of course it just started. So my sister then started talking to my dad and I know they were having a a doctor's appointment is coming up and my dad needed to go to the hospital to pick up medication. And so that's, yeah, not pharmacy. You go to the hospital to get uh, um, the prescription uh, from the hospital. And this is all government. And so my sister was supposed to drop her off I mean drop him off at the hospital and he'll go pick up the the medication. And so I was telling my sister, Hey, just just pay attention, you know, when you talk to him, just see if you if you realize anything weird or not. Oh wait, wait, I'm totally out of sync. I'm totally out of the sequence. This is okay, so let's rewind. Let's rewind. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. Uh oh my gosh, I've totally ruined the story, but never I'm not gonna re record. So uh, rewind before all this incident about his speech. As I'm telling the story, it's coming back to me. So one day, my dad was feeling tired. He was feeling fatigued as he's doing yard work. He loves doing yard work. So he's out in the yard doing something. And then he just suddenly came in and telling my mom that he's not feeling well, he's like, I'm a little dizzy and kind of feeling a little weak. So they set him down and put him, uh, take his blood pressure. And luckily, thank goodness, they are staying, my parents are staying with my sister, right? So they, they took the blood pressure and his blood pressure was super, super high. So immediately my sister sent her off to, to a hospital. And they found out that his valve, his heart valve, was not pumping properly not flowing properly it was like not closing up very properly so you know every time the blood would push one direction it kind of flows back so that was causing um an issue for him because his blood pressure pressure got really high and uh and and so long story short they discovered that he needed to have his valve replaced his heart valve replaced and there are two options for him. One is to do an open heart surgery, and he's 81. Then another option is to do a less invasive one, which is, I forgot what it's called now, it's the... It's it's like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what it's called now. But essentially, it's going through his artery and replacing his heart uh, valve without having to do open surgery. So no you know, breaking of your bone, uh, big scars, and all that. So the only place that would do that surgery in Malaysia is to go to KL in a, with a, in a specialist hospital. So it's a, like a cardiovascular center. And there's also two options. Number one, option number one is to go through the government, which means it will be cheaper. And then, I don't know how much cheap, we, we never really looked into it, because it, it just, we didn't want to wait. So my brother and I decided that, hey, let's just shell out the money and pay for it. It was expensive. Like, how about, like, it's like getting my dad, me getting my dad a car, and then a brand new car, and my brother getting a brand new car from my dad combined, right? So getting him two cars, two brand new cars. So it's expensive. But, you know, it's your dad. And so... We just decided to just go with that and have the best surgeon. We researched and, and connected with the, the best surgeon there in, in Kuala Lumpur, which is the, the capital of Malaysia, which is about four hours bus ride. So my dad had to, with my mom and my sister and one of my nephews, decided to go with them to the the cardiovascular center in, in KL for the surgery. And that was all good. Surgery was successful. And all good, they kind of continued to stay there for a while, uh, for a few days, and then they went, came back to Malaysia. And immediately, the, the the Malaysian government announced yet another lockdown in KL because of the uh, pandemic, the, the sudden rise of um, uh, COVID cases. So, so that happened. And then... A few days later, they my cousin sent us a note saying that hey, that specialist, oh the the cardiovascular center, uh, was in the news because one of the patients there was infected with coronavirus, and it overlaps the time with my dad being there. So immediately we called the hospital. The hospital said they they just ask my dad to, they just have to watch out because there is no direct contact because all the patients are in their own rooms and the doctors all tested negative, but there were three staff in the hospital that tested positive. So they're asking my dad, even though the chance is low, but they were in the same ward, same floor. And so they asked my dad to just, mod, or my parents to just, no, my sister to pay attention to my dad's health. Concerning that my dad could potentially catch coronavirus um, So that was another scare unnecessarily And uh, we waited and we had to wait for like 14 days So by then it's one week's already passed So we just need to wait for like five days to see if there's if my dad has any symptoms And thank God he did not And so we're all clear and we thought that was good. And then my mom, so that now you' to reconnect to that that other story now with my mom telling me, uh, me that my dad was not being super coherent and and so um, I, I was on a call with my dad and then I realized he was totally not making sense, right? He's, he's, he couldn't finish his sentence, he couldn't find words. And so I immediately I told my sister to to kind of check in on my dad. And then it's true that he he was not very coherent and we my first thought was that oh my gosh he's, he might have a stroke because it's it's not uncommon even though it's been 3 weeks now I think it's like 3 or 4 weeks after his brain no heart surgery that he was experiencing this sort of like lapse of memory and all that and so we we decided that Uh, Oh, okay. So they sent him, sent my dad. I just thought that it could potentially be a a stroke. And so I asked my sister to immediately send my dad to the hospital, which they did. Then they realized that through all the scans and all that, that my dad actually has a giant brain tumor on the right side of his uh, brain, just right next to his right ear. And it was so big where it is starting to push against the brain Where it affected his speech I don't even remember which part that was But it affects his speech And even some of his memory And so He has to go into a brain surgery immediately Because they were afraid that it might cause more damage that way Because it was very big It was like the size of a grapefruit I believe I can't remember but it was big So What do we do? he he just had a heart surgery and so like like literally like a month ago he just had a heart surgery so obviously it, it it didn't happen that quickly i mean we went through several tests and consulted with several doctors so it takes like yet another 2 weeks before he he's able to do the surgery but regardless within like in 2 months he has had to, he had he had to have two major surgery a heart surgery and then a brain tumor removed so yeah, that was my 2020. I mean, my poor dad, right? He's he's just gone through a, a heart surgery and now he has to go through another like a brain surgery. And I was actually surprisingly calm. I was able to I don't know, compartmentalize or what I don't know. I just said that, yeah, you know, I just got to have to stay calm for my mom, for my sister, for for the family. My dad was slightly out of it. He can he I think he 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 could understand us, but he's not like not completely there because he couldn't complete his sentence. So then we went through all that. He had his brain surgery, which was kind of scary because it was many many hours, and the scar was big. It went from his right ear all the way up to the left side of his eyebrow. Oh no, right ear. No, left ear to all the way to the right side of his eyebrow so it was long uh, and just kind of like rightly uh, rightly, right um, behind his hairline so uh, I guess you know it's because when his hair grow back you won't be able to see it which which actually was the case so he had his heart I mean his brain tumor removed and the doctor was very confident. He said that it's been there for a long time. It's just now started to affect his, his his brain, like the pressure is starting to affect his brain. And so that was removed. And of course, we then still have to wait for the test to see if it's actually um, benign or, or malignant. Because... The doctor was pretty. The surgeon was pretty confident that it's not going to be a a um, uh, an aggressive tumor because it looks like the the growth has been there a while, and it's just now grown to the size where it's affecting his his the functionality of his brain. So it was a relieved that when it came back that it was uh, not a malignant tumor. It was uh, a benign tumor and we didn't have to do any chemotherapy or radiation, which was amazing. Thank goodness. My dad's now in his, what, eight, now almost 82 and I... 82? Yes. Yeah. 1939. So yeah, 82. So we were very thankful and... And of course, then he has to relearn everything. He has to uh, gain back his memory I, right immediately after his surgery. He, it, it, the pressure once the pressure has been uh, taken off after they remove the, the brain tumor, he's able to function a little bit better. He's able to speak more, but he can't remember certain things. So we would talk to him, and but it came back really quickly. Like within a week, he's almost back to his normal self, and a couple of weeks, and he's like completely normal now. So that was that was my dad's year 2020. With COVID happening around, he had two major surgeries, and I was not able to be there. And then, thank goodness, my sister was there and was able to be there for my dad, be there for my mom cuz my mom is of course super concerned, super worried and without us being there, of course they won't show, my mom won't show that to us because she knows that if she showed her her concern, we would then would be worried about not only my dad but also my mom. So they try to keep that away from us, which we appreciate, but I also understand how how challenging and tough it was for everybody. Even for my sister, having to take care of them uh, and her, my sister's family, the entire family. So uh, that that was a that was a fun twenty twenty, wasn't it? So that that was a bit of a um, catch up of what my year twenty twenty was. And I don't know if I want to go. Maybe I don't want. It's been like twenty four minutes now. Maybe I don't want to go into the whole um, coronavirus and being Chinese. Um, thing, maybe I'll save that for another time. I'll save that for another time. I'll, I'll I'll just wrap up this thought, you know, I'm hoping that I will be able to do more of this in the future. Oh, my gosh, I just panicked I looked over It's was like, did I hit record? After talking for twenty four minutes, if I hadn't hit record, I'll be super, super n- angry. well, I, I don't know. but anyway, I'm back. It is a lot easier for me to record a podcast, so hopefully I will do that more often. Oh, I'm also on Clubhouse. I'm also on Clubhouse now. And Clubhouse is part of the reason why I'm actually doing, revitalizing my podcast. So, but anyway, um, right now, it's, um, it's gonna be it for now. And hopefully I'll be able to come back next week and share more of my last several years. Bye, bitches.